Podcast, me, Adam Hunter. We're coming to you from Cozumel, Mexico. Uh, your people, Greg. Um, hey, listen, I love Cozumel. Cozumel's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Doing uh I'm working on a cruise ship and um it's getting ready for hopefully uh Sean and Don will come. I don't know if they uh they will, but uh I'll remind them right now. How are you doing, Greg? I'm good, man. I mean, you know, I've been better. Okay. Why why would well, you not- well, you know, as we know, and I, I, I guess I was going to wait till the end to address this, but last night the comedy community lost uh, uh, one of our greats, you know, David Arnold, in a uh, completely unexpected way, you know, um, a sudden heart attack that nobody saw coming. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a huge loss. And, you know, it's weird. And I, I mean, I, I hate to, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know if there's, but last night I was supposed to do this comedy contest and, you know, the news came in about an hour or two right before that happened. And I was like, well, I, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. You know I mean? I was pretty devastated. I was, you know, I was a lot, I'm still not a hundred percent. I'm still devastated, but so I went up there and I just, I, I did what I went up there to do. And, and at the end I just said, you know, I just wanted to dedicate this to David Arnold. We lost a great one tonight. And I kind of just, I honestly, I, I broke down on stage about to break down now, but, um, and I just, I, I really felt like he was there. I really felt like he was, you know, like he, he was honored by that, you know, and, and then I, found, I, I didn't stay for the end. I didn't stay for the voting. I didn't stay for anything. I finished that. And I, I then went over to the ha ha where comics were starting to gather and we began to, to, to cry and console each other. And, and, um, you know, as it turns out, I won, you know, and, and I, I just, I dedicate that performance to him and the one that I did over there to him. And I, I just, I, I, he, he deserves to be remembered and to be honored because he was a, a great comedian. He was also a great comedy teacher. And as a comedy teacher, you know, there are very few great comedians that teach. And David was certainly one of them. And he and I always shared that the passion for the craft, the passion for what we do, you know, and to be and and not needing to teach. I don't need to teach. He doesn't need. He certainly didn't need to teach. I mean, he was a showrunner on Fuller House, and that girl, you know, May May or Lele or whatever. And I mean, the guy was he was very successful. And he and the hardest part was he just got the spotlight. He just had the big Netflix special. He just you know had a big tour. And here's how you know he loved to teach. Despite the new special, despite the giant tour, he was going to teach a workshop this Saturday. That's how much he loved to share the craft. It's the same with me, how much I love it. Everywhere I go, I teach workshops. And I just, I, I you know, when you love the craft like we do, you know, it, it's important to give back. And he always did. And I just love and respect him and can, I'm still in a bit of shock. 
What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, no, he was a great comic. He was one of those guys that, like, every time I watched him, I would be like, fuck, I got to go back and write. He's one of those guys that, like, you watch and you're like, man, uh, that was a really well-crafted joke. And there there aren't that many comics that I look at there and I watch and I'm like, holy shit, I got to get, you know, my act together. And like, it just to me, it's just like, I was going to bring this up. Like, it's if I'm tired. I'm tired especially. Like, you know, so I'm working on this carnival, this cruise ship, right? And they have a thing where to get back on the ship, the crew has to take off their shoes. And like I have like high tops, which isn't that big of a deal, but the guests don't. Is right? this an agent tour? Like what's going on? Here? The passengers don't have to take off their shoes to get through security. So the guy's like, "You have to take off your shoes." And I was like, "Listen, I just have a question. Why? Why do I have to? Why did the guest not have to? And I have to?" And the guy goes, "Come here for a second, because these security guards think this is like a Steven Seagal movie, right?" And the guy, so the guy goes, "Hey, listen, uh, have you heard of the shoe bomber?" I, I go, I go, yeah, I go, I go. So you really think that I'm going to become a comedian for 24 years to work on a carnival ship and I'm th to then blow it up? Like, that's what you think? Like, like you think I'm more likely to blow up than like a guest who you've never met before? And then the guy's like about to write me up and I'm just like, All right, I'll take off my shoe. I, I, don't, I don't care. I mean, but that makes no sense. G Greg, you ever have those like trivial things? You're like, why? And you get yourself in these situations. Yeah, but I don't make a stand on them. I mean, you got to pick your fucking battles. Jesus Christ. You know, here, let me, here, let me gamble away. Wait, 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 wait. Let me gamble away 30,000 a year of work on this shoe thing. More than that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Sorry. Now the Brendan Schaub insult. Go yeah, for I was going to say, uh, I heard that uh, when Brendan Schaub bought his uh, Gucci boots and was showing them off the comedy club, they start calling him the shoe bomber. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's a good one. I like that. So, uh, <laughs> by the way, I, I, I've been going to the, the, the nightclub on the ship, right? It's so weird, man. Like when, when I when I when I used to go to nightclubs, I would go with the like intent of like hooking up or dancing or grinding or whatever. And and now I don't you know, I'm married. So I just like dance by myself. I literally like look up for like look forward to like the line dancing. And then if I right. go, oh, I love the line dancing. But like it's just like it's so weird having a whole different purpose. Like, Greg, do you ever go to clubs at all or no? Nah, there's no point. Sean, you? It was weird, man. Because I got married at 19, so I couldn't even go to clubs before I was married. And so then when I got a little bit famous and got divorced at 32 or 33, uh, then I was the old guy in the club. So even though I was a little bit famous, it was really awkward because you're like talking to 21, 22-year-old girls. And you're they're like, uh, oh, you're 34? Like, I'm like, yeah, sorry. And they're like, you look so young. And then we go into a whole conversation about steroids and HGH and how wonderful they are. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I always, I never felt at home, man. Like I always, I live my life. I was like Benjamin Button. Like I live my life back where I got, I was like married at 19, had my first kid at 22. Then I was single and divorced at 34, hanging out in nightclubs. That's why I told people I plan on moving in with my parents in my forties and then dying as a baby at some point uh, when I'm oh, 60 I, I or 70. That, man. When I was you know, high school, I guess into boarding school for troubled kids. And I talk about my problems for three hours a day. 
So then when I got home and all the kids were like drinking 40s behind the schoolyard, I had like nothing in common with them. I'm like dealing with like life. It, it, I just felt like I was completely an outsider, man. I don't, I, Did it help your back talking about your problems? Because I've heard that's I've heard that's the medical, the new uh, miracle treatment. So. You know, you know, you know, uh, McCorkle, you really do need to just take all this great advice and put it in a book called How Not to Live. Right. And and just or learn from my mistakes or, or you know, my way or the wrong or the other way. So or the right way. I'm like, yeah, my way or the right way. That's like it. it. My way or the right way. So meanwhile, and, I'm, on, like, I'm on deck uh, zero, right? I'm on deck zero, Greg. And right next to me, you could hear the walls. A guy's having sex next to me. You could hear them like, uh, 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 you know, like, and, and so then I just start moaning too, because I got to get him to stop. So I'm just like, uh, was it two dudes? Was it no, two it dudes? Was like, no, it was like, I don't know who, I think it was a guy and a girl, but the guy was doing all the moaning. But all you could hear is the dude. That's the worst when all you can hear is the dude. Because like you hear the girl, you're like, ooh, you know, and you're like, but if all you, right, you're like, maybe I'm in a, I'm okay with this, right? If it's her, like, ah, ah, ah. but if it's him, like, ah, you're like, okay, shut the fuck up, dude. You're fucking grossing me out. Like, you're going to come on my back. So, uh, so pinned one best uh, episodic film festival, and I took my daughter, right? My For what first, year? Uh, 2022 <laughs> and 2021, because like during COVID, they like extended the film festivals for another year. Oh, so I, I like took my daughter, and of course that was a fight because my wife is still angry at me because we shot it in my house. And uh, I had that girl come, Lauren Compton, who was in her bra and panties. I told her to wear a nightgown, but the director had her in like, you know, in her bra and panties. And then my wife came in just giving birth. And she's like, what are you doing? There's a half naked girl in our bed. You're married. I'm like, well, not on like in like the show. So she fucking left, stormed out and got a, her boss got her a, a hotel for the weekend. Anyway, so I took my daughter with me to the premiere, uh, which she loved I mean, a couple of things, but that was a fucking fight and a half. But now everyone's mad at me on the fucking home front. What uh, is she mad at you for? For because she thinks your daughter saw you with another woman in your bed at your house. Is that what it is? Yeah, pretty much. But we weren't like there was like no contact or anything. It was just like yeah. Uh, I'm like it's a TV show, and I go, baby, just you know, you know, we're like pretending. You know how you pretend with your friends and pray princesses. Daddy's pretending here, uh, and I explained it to her. But that, eh, God. If well, I had to guess, I, mean, Adam, I would guess some of the anger is coming from you're getting paid to be on a cruise ship all week, every week, several totally. weeks in a row, and she's working a job. That's that would be. I just exactly on the upside, you're nowhere near the home front, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I know, but it's just, it, it, it it is lonely though. I honestly like cruises would be great if I didn't have to go in the ocean. Like I, as much as this is fun, I'm only out for five hours out of the day then i'm back to the ship you get on a gambling boat on a cruise that seems like a terrible idea like as long as you don't have to go on the ocean i'd be fine with this whole cruise ship yeah no, if i could just drive up to the ship and do the shows and leave it'd be uh, gotcha. amazing because yeah. the shows are awesome the shows that's not are... what they pay you for they don't no. pay you for the shows they pay you to sit around for five fucking days and then occasionally do a show I that's know. what they pay for. the same with colleges they're paying you to drive around in the middle of nowhere. They're, they're paying you for your life because they know you cannot do anything else besides be there on the, you know, doing those shows. So yeah, would, would they good, let but... your wife and would they let your wife and daughter go, Adam, if you were if you want to bring them along, would they let them go? They used to. They used to before COVID. And then now they're like, you could bring your wife, but you can't sleep in the same room with her, which makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> but now they said you're allowed back. But I, 
Yeah. It was carnival taken over by Hasidic Jews. What is happening? <laughs> you have to have a curtain between well, be you honest, and with her. The, the Jews probably owned it to begin with, Greg, but nevertheless. That's right, true. Yeah, that's... This is great. Uh, so the, you, you, meanwhile, yesterday, some girl came up to me. She's like, hey, it's what I'd let you know. You were kind of funny. And like, meanwhile, this is like the whole ship. Like, no, that was hilarious. Funny. There was that. And some fucking girl. So I was like, well, you're kind of pretty. Like, I just wasn't in the fucking mood, you know, and, it worked. and, and then she and then she gets mad. She gave me the middle finger. I'm like, no, you can't give it, but you can't take it. And then I was like, no, OK, you're very pretty. Uh, you know, it's like, leave me the fuck alone. And then she's then wanted to dance. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking dancing with this girl. Like, I'm not giving her the like. Uh, anyway, let's talk about fights. Wait, uh, let's talk about the fact that this is your farewell cruise. <laughs> You didn't know it. This is your retirement party, buddy. You're retiring from cruises from what it sounds like. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's so it's just positive, positive and negatives. I hate being away from my kid. I don't like being away from my wife. I hate like being in the fucking little little rooms. I, I, I fucking love the shows. I love making people laugh. And I love the working out. And I love the time that I have to write and create. Yeah. No Internet. Fucking Wi-Fi is brutal. You know, there's positives and negatives. Anyway, fighting. So Nate Diaz versus Chimaya this week. Um, I am so rooting for Nate Diaz. Um, they asked Ooh, him That's how, about all you can do. They asked him how he prepared for it. He's like, fuck it. Have him beat me then. <laughs> like that's, that's what he said. Um, man. He looks so unmotivated for this fight. Did you see the interview? I saw a clip from the interview. And he was just like, you know, he was, he was just like, he, you know, like, I didn't want this fight. And they were like, you're fine. I'm like, all right, I guess we'll fight. I'm like, oh, boy, he did not. The uh, You can't bet on him. I'll tell you that. I don't know. He said he's going to fight 15 more years uh, after this. Um, uh, I think he, but he excluded the caveat with his wife. So <laughs> uh, I hope he wins. Don, what's going to happen in this fight? I don't know. You know, I'm a big Nate Diaz fan, you know, but if he's not motivated, he's not into it, then it's just not there, you know? Yeah, so right. Not, not looking good for him. I mean, if you don't want to be in the ring or in the cage, that's the last place to be. Yeah. Sean? Man, I hope uh, I hope Nate pulls it out. But, I, I, man, I have a feeling that maybe, uh, maybe I'm just imagining, but I have a feeling something wild is going to happen in this fight. I don't know, like something completely like uh, – like, it wouldn't surprise me if Nate did something like not tap because I think he'd be too proud to tap when he's not hurt or whatever just to get out of the UFC contract. But I have a feeling like something's going to just something's going to happen as his way to say basically fuck you back to the UFC. You know what I mean? Because I think he's pretty mad about what they have, uh, what they've done to him. I did hear Nate say one time that he accepts before every fight that he'll probably lose no matter what, even if he's a better fighter. And then that takes the pressure off of him. I kind of envied that because. I was always so afraid to lose, like, the embarrassment. But if you could accept beforehand, I probably will lose this fight. Like, even if I'm the better fighter, something will probably happen that'll, you know what I mean, something crazy on a cut or whatever. I think that'd take a lot of pressure off. But uh, I hope he pulls it out, man. I mean, anything can happen, but it's a, it's a rough uh, rough assignment, man. Well, it seems like Chimaev is a little distracted. He almost got in a fight with Costa. So I guess he was at, he was at the UFC PI and Costa, he started talking shit to Costa. And he had, like, nine guys from, like, I don't know if they're from Chechnya or Dagestan. You know, that's there's like those guys are never alone. There's always like right. 15 guys in a bathtub with them or like outside. <laughs> they're, they're always a rat, like at a nightclub. <laughs> like I remember that when Nate Diaz fought 
I think it was Khabib at like a WSOF event. My friend said it was like the first time she went to an event. And then like, it was like Dagestan versus 209. But so basically, Chimaev and Kass started mouthing off to each other. And then Chimaev was like, you know, Israel, fuck you in the ass. Israel, you you get fucked in the ass by Israel. Israel, and not not the, not the country. Uh, obviously, we're talking about Sure, Izzy. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, if he's thinking about, you know, Paula Costa and not Nate, if he's overlooking Nate Diaz, that's a problem. The last guy who did that was Conor McGregor, and we saw what happened there. And, uh, I mean, Nate could take a punch. He could take a punch. He could take a kick. It's can he tire him out? Kenny tired Chimaev out. Chimaev's never been five rounds, ever. He's only knocked people out quickly. And he still won't. He's always <laughs> been the hammer, never the nail. Uh, if Nate first Diaz, round submission. First, come on, who's ever submitted Nate Diaz? It's going to happen. Chimaev, first round submission. Okay. Uh, what, what are you predicting, Don Fry? Uh, I, I'm, go, I'm hoping for Nick, you know, but um, well, Nick's not fighting. Nate. What? Nate. 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 Common sense tells me no. You know. What? I mean, how many times do we all bet um, bet on the guy we want to win, and it doesn't happen that way? You know. Yeah. Story of my yeah. life. <laughs> never bet on yourself is what uh, right. Corkle's advice. advises never bet on yourself. There's a guy named Jay something that came to my show that put, put his whole purse on himself last fight. And then he got cut from the UFC and he lost. Says his, his mm. wife wanted to fucking kill him. Like, I think it was only like 25, 30 grand too. Can you imagine? He was like, honey, it could be worse. I could have filmed a movie with some other chick in my bed. And then I've been on a cruise this week <laughs> while you're raising the kid. That was the excuse I would use. But I bet, uh, I'm guessing Nate Diaz gets stopped on cuts in the third round. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, man. That sounds I'm, right. That I'm sounds betting right. Nate Diaz wins in round four, and the whole internet explodes. I'm telling Dude, you. Dude, could you imagine? <laughs> Listen, you have, I, you'll I, probably have him killed. They'll probably put a hit on it if he went leaves on a win over Chimaya. They, I don't think they would uh, allow it. So. By the way, uh, a little marriage advice I need from, from the three of you guys. Probably the worst oh, thing I'd say marriage I was advice. about to say. But, <laughs> and your marriage is over. But yes, so, please. You know, obviously, I picked the right one. I, I love my wife. She's Best thing that ever happened to me, but we're in, we're in, I'm not gonna lie, we're in couples therapy, we're working on it. She says that I don't make her feel loved enough. Any advice on how to make her feel more loved? I can tell you exactly how to fix it. Please, every woman says that no matter what you do, you know, and they never get there's never enough for them, you know. Well, that's been my that's been my attitude so far. <laughs> right, <laughs> working too well. Uh, Sean, what your your advice? Um, the uh, have you ever heard of the book it's called true. Five Languages of Love? Yeah, she says her love. She says hers is gifts. She said, right. Well, you better get a different job because I've I had one like that once, and uh, no amount was enough. But uh, no, like if you really do, people feel loved in different ways, man. They really do, and. Um, that's why a lot of men don't understand. Like they can do everything for a woman. And she's like, I wish you would just help me clean the kitchen. And you're like, what? Like, I, you know, like talk about all the stuff you did or whatever. And they're like, um, the, the problem is they want, there's like five languages left. They want all five all the time and no one can do that. But if you can find their primary one, uh, but that's, what's most important, man. Men want to be respected and women want to be loved. Uh, the unfortunate part is even if you love your wife, she probably still won't respect you. So it's going to be a one-way street, but, uh, my divorce lawyer <laughs> gave me the best, uh, my divorce lawyer gave me the best advice I've ever gotten in my life. 
he said, do not ever forget that they're all children. You're dealing with a child. You know, he said, so they don't, they don't mature past 13 years old mentally. He said, so you're dealing with a child. So they're not going to be rational. They're, they're not going to be, you know, you're equal emotionally. There is no, your other half. He said, find one that's good looking enough that makes it worth it. And like grin and bear it was his, uh, or, or be gay. He told me turn gay if I couldn't, uh, if I couldn't deal with that. So that was my, my two options. All right. So far, uh, McCorkle way. Or the right way. Or the right way. Right, Greg, any advice on this? I mean, you know, I, I think, uh, I mean, if she tells it's gifts and you just need to bring her gifts from every single place you go, every time you come back, you need to have a gift for her. Like, you know, one for your daughter, one for her. I, think I do that, that. I literally do that. She's like, I really, I, and I don't even think it's gifts. I mean, if that's what you, I, I don't think it's gifts. I really think it's you're gone so much you know and but that's your career that's your career and you got to make that money you got a lot of bills to pay i totally get all that you know and that that's always kind of you know it's one of those things like sometimes i think women marry a comedian thinking that once they're married they'll travel less but they can't. That's not the job. The, travel the job board. is yeah. tra- exactly like, I mean, yeah. I mean, but the job is travel. I mean, you can't just make your money. You got to go. The money's out there. Money ain't here. Money's out there. So it, it's very difficult for women to accept that ultimate lifestyle choice. I think that sometimes they think that it'll, you'll want the to problem, do it less or something. But that, The problem is he thinks that when I come home, like, okay, fine, travel. But when you come home, I want all your attention. But I'm like, hey, like sometimes an audition comes up or something. Yeah, I was gonna say up. you have you have a million things shit, to, to shit catch up, up on that, once you get home. It comes yeah. up that well, like I'm trying to stay home. I'm I want to get that sitcom part. I want to sell that TV show. I'm trying to sell pins. I'm trying to sell ambush comedy. I'm trying to make my movie. I'm trying to do shit that'll keep me home. But a lot of times those things that I'm doing, I'll have to be home for. Like or like the audition. I can't control when the audition comes in. So we we, we you know I'm like you have more time than anyone I've ever given in my life. It's all you. Like when I'm, when I'm here, here, it's all you. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, what do you want? Like, what more can I give? And then she's like, it's just like, ugh. Dude, I she, mean, uh, she wants out or she wants to believe that you would rather be with her than whatever you're doing. And you have to convince her that even if it's not true. Also, um, I heard a guy say once, which was real great advice. He said that he finally figured out after 25 years of marriage, what his wife wanted. He said, she wants me to be thinking about her 24 hours a day, what she wants, how she feels, what she needs, what would make her happy. And then he said, at night while she sleeps, she wants me to sketch her. <laughs> so, I thought that was pretty good advice. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. And I, I think that, uh, you know, I think I picked the right one. If it doesn't work out, I'm done with marriage forever. But, ah, yeah, but- what I said. <laughs> actually it's, there's, you ought to hear some more of don's war stories in mind and you'll probably think your marriage is awesome like if you knew what he and i had been through in the insanity um like it uh i don't know my divorce lawyer really did tell me man he said like uh actually first thing he said what do you need a woman for if not for sex he said that was the first thing he said he said so unless you're gonna go your rest of your life without sex you might as well get used to the fact you gotta have a woman in your life and then that's what he gave me the whole speech on their children. But uh, yeah, it's, like uh, a cult. it's a cult where everyone's like, do it. It's like a workout. It's like CrossFit. But at the end, you get a worse body. You know? <laughs> 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 Fucking crazy. All right. So uh, Jake. Paul oh, my and- God. McCorkle marriage counseling is going to be. <laughs> it could be big. The biggest hit, dude. Just put it. Do it on Zoom. Just counsel guys. It's going to be. This will be great. Uh, so Jake Paul, Anderson Silva, 
October 29th. It's happening. Um, Silva's 47 years old, obviously, uh, but it's happening. People are giving Jake Paul a lot of credit. A lot of people are saying he's not going to last two rounds because he's the most elite, one of the most elite strikers of all time. But he is 47 years old. I mean, we saw what happened with Vitor Belfort, Amanda Holyfield. He w- fucking murdered him. Obviously, in Holyfield's prime, it wouldn't have won one round. Uh, ben Askren says if, if uh, Jake Paul wins, everyone owes him a huge apology. Uh, so, Don Fry, what's going to happen in this fight? I'm going to go with uh, Sola. And just, you know, for obviously sentimental reasons, but I just think he's just a tremendous athlete and he's a better mover. You know, he's still got a lot better speed than Paul does. Uh, Sean? I think Anderson Silva should win, but I think uh, when Jake Paul knocks him out, like in the first or second round, it will be undeniable proof that the devil buys souls at a hefty price. <laughs> um, because uh, I, I'm telling you, he's going to knock him out and everybody's going to be like, dude, what? It's like, I don't know. That's when I'll buy Greg's theory. If he knocks out Anderson Silva, I'm going to buy that it's all a setup because nobody's that lucky all the time and always winning. Like it has to be. I'm, I'm surprised he's taking that fight before with Nate Diaz about to be not under contract DFC anymore. I thought that was the next one. And that's way bigger than him and Ashton Silva. I figured he would wait for that one. But it's uh, if he loses to Silva, I don't think Nate Diaz and him happens. And if he beats Silva, obviously it'll be bigger. But uh, if he beats Silva, I think it's got to be a setup, man. Greg? The real loser <laughs> <laughs> is the Brandon sporting Shaw. world. <laughs> Why? It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. This fucking guy. I don't want to find someone who's five pounds everywhere. Let me get this old skinny motherfucker in there and uh, I'll fight that. Like, no, no, no. I refuse to dignify this with anything that resembles a real opinion because it's fixed. It's all rigged. It's stupid. You know, fight somebody your own age, your own size, your own power. Anytime he gets close to that, that's also a boxer maybe that also has only studied boxing. Like, fuck this. It's just so stupid. Um, I love how mad Greg gets when we talk about Jake Paul. It makes my week every (laughs) <laughs> just drives me bananas. It's not real. It's fake fighting. It's like wrestling. It's wrestling. It's wrestling, basically. It's so funny, uh, Sean. You talked about like the devil, man. There are certain people out there that I, I don't believe in the devil. But if there was a devil, that, like these guys signed. I, remember my uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what, I was about to say Don. Don was married to her once. Because yeah. you know the guys like the guy from Joe Francis, right? Girls Gone Wild guy. A guy that had like 20 years had islands and mansions and girls and everything you could fucking want. And all of a sudden, like, he gets kidnapped by one of the parents, has to stick a dildo up his ass on camera, uh, ends up going to jail, goes to the wrong town in Texas, gets arrested, tax evasion, like 10 years in jail, 15 years. Like, you know, Bobby Brown used to have a life where, like, he was the biggest star in the world, left New Edition, outsold New Edition. They were opening for him. Fucked Whitney Houston, fucked Janet Jackson, just killing it. I mean, he said he would drive around, be like someone's car. He would buy their car on the spot and leave it in the state that he fucking bought it in. Like, that's how much money he had. And now it's yeah. like, ex-wife died, kid died, daughter died. I mean, there's examples of people that were just on top of the fucking world. And then just it all came crashing down. Um, 
And that's where I think maybe they did sign a contract. It's like, we'll give you the best 15 years of your life or 10 years of your life. And then it's going to be hell, you know? I think it's, uh, honestly, man, I think uh, you got a lot of people in the world that are unhappy. And they always think, like, if I could just win the lottery, if I just had money, if I just this or I just that, if I was just famous. And then when they get that and you're still miserable, I think that's when they start making the bad decisions. Like, you know, like doing cocaine all the time. Because when you when you got the world, you're still miserable. What else is there left? You know what I mean? So it's uh, obviously having, like, uh, Burt Reynolds once said, uh, I've been broke and rich and or I've been broke and miserable and rich and miserable. I'll take rich and miserable any day, but I'm still miserable. But it's um, having money isn't man. I mean, I was never super rich, but um, it's, it really doesn't make that much a difference, man. Like if you're comfortable versus having a ton of money, it's it's just the stuff you buy is more expensive. You know, like the vacations you go on is a little more expensive. Your furniture's more expensive. But for me, like it, uh, it didn't change my level of being happy or not. It was gave my uh, ex-wife more stuff to bitch about. So. Now, speaking of uh, things that make you happy, uh, if you guys watch this girl, Ty Emery, who I knew from years ago, she came to a show, super hot, moved to Thailand. She had her OnlyFans. She's, she's just doing bare knuckle boxing, right? And uh, a very attractive girl. So she won her bare knuckle boxing, uh, I think it was her, her like debut, and then flashed the crowd. You guys want to see what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this. Uh, Sean, did you see this, Don? Okay. So, I, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Can you guys see this? Yeah. Let's All right. see. Wait, let it run now, baby. Yeah. So she wins her fight, knocks the That girl out. just collapsed. Jeez. So she goes, one. By the way, really quickly, uh, news flash Queen Elizabeth just died. Oh, no. oh, bummer. Bummer. I was hoping Charles would die first. All right. Oh, there it is. Wow. Nice ones, too. Not even small, but. Uh, those are, the, those are the queens of England now, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I wish somebody, I hope one of the newscasters asked uh, Prince Charles who died and made him king. That's a great joke. <laughs> McCorkle, that's a great joke. You guys, wait, wait, who died fucking, what? you guys are idiots. The way you didn't laugh at that, you guys are stupid because that's a great joke. I said, wait, uh, I said, I hope somebody asked Prince Charles who died and made him king. Yeah, okay. that's a good joke. Um, Alrighty. I like that joke. <laughs> it's a great joke, joke, actually. So Ty Emery, uh, she won. Now, did you guys watch the fights last week with uh, yeah. uh Don versus Tavosa? You watch it, Sean? No. All right, uh, Don, you watch it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I watched yeah, you know, a good I fight. Watched, if you don't I remember, yeah, the main I did. Card. I watched the main card. Okay, so it was uh, actually the, the the main event was really good. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Cyril Gon won, but Tavasa showed a lot of heart. Uh, it was a back and forth, like you know, drag him out. Just a good fight, good solid fight. And you know, Gon, what we've never seen is heart from him. I mean, it had never really been tested, uh, and he he really showed it because they were they were swinging. That was yeah. all. Awesome. Uh, uh, Robert Whitaker won. And then afterwards, for some odd reason, uh, hold on, I got the same. Some odd reason, you guys see the uh, when what's the name uh, Marvin Vittori grabbed the mic. I did. I I caught that. I forgot what he said though. Well, because he, he spoke in Italian, so right? No one, knows, no one knows what he said. That's so right. That's right. That's right. Grabs the mic, Don, for some reason, says something in Italian, then walks off. <laughs> did you guys? But real quick before you go off the gun fight, did you? Uh, did you hear they told? Uh, to Avasa, he couldn't do the shoey thing after the fight. Did they really? really? 
Yeah, they told him they were going to let him do it and because uh, of security concerns. And when he asked why, they were like, have you ever heard of the shoe bomber? It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a callback, fellas, off the top of my Not head. Not at all the way back. All the way back. What's up, people? Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football odds, news, and game matchups, including this year's opening week games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. sorry. So, um, but yeah. What a, so be- what a beautiful mind you have. It really, I would love to be in the head of McCorkle just to see all those things like working and not working at the same time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anyone, anyone would see it and be like, well, this shouldn't work, but somehow it does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like if somebody built a car from the ground up without knowing anything about cars right <laughs> but it runs it runs it runs right. and you're like how does it run i don't know but it works if he just turned that inner piece and then kicks his back yes <laughs> so uh, and then uh joaquin buckley lost it was, it was a good fight. wait a minute can we you don't know what what vittori said no no, oh, no one knows what you were leading up to. I thought you were going no, to turn that down. He said, "No, it's more. It's more about the loser just grabbing the microphone and making a speech and leaving." But it was uh, hardly a speech. He's like, "Oh no, 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 um, and I then, thought he was uh, Jewish when he told me he was in Hollywood. <laughs> because I'm right. an elite. I'm a lot one of anti-Semitism so far on this. Uh, yeah, we got to talk to Hector. We haven't talked to Lombard in a while, Hector. We got to talk to Hector. Um, yeah. Now, uh, this week also, Tony Ferguson is fighting the leech. Oh, yeah. Zhang Liang at 170. Uh, Tony said he's not the goat. He's the boat. The best of all time. He He's hmm. changed it to the boat. <laughs> Um, well, being the goat would require winning. So, <laughs> him and Nate Diaz are in the boat. Same boat. They are in the same boat. Um, Best of all time, new titles. So, I don't know. I mean, he was looking great his last fight before he got like fucking kicked in the head by Chandler. He was actually winning that fight. He dropped Chandler a couple times. Um, ah. Uh, why is this at 170? I don't know why he went up a weight class for this um, against a guy. That's who typically fights- what I always did when I lost five of six. I was like, let me move up to it against a bigger, stronger guy and see how it works out. <laughs> like, I'm not having any luck at this smaller guys. Let me try someone bigger and stronger. And that's the McCorkle way. <laughs> this McCorkle right. way or the right way. This could be the most depressing UFC in a long time. If Ferguson goes out and gets smoked and then uh, Nate Diaz goes out and gets smoked, by two guys that like don't really have a big following in the U.S., um, it's just going to be like 
I mean, it's hard to root for Lee Jung Lang. I don't know anything about him. Um, Tony Ferguson. I don't know much about Shamayev either, uh, other than they're both great fighters. But Ferguson and Nate Diaz, you know, feel the fighter. You follow them. You follow their journey. You follow their ups and downs. And it's just, man, this might be a really depressing pay-per-view. One of those people. Would you rather see them fight Ferguson and Diaz? I would rather see that as the main event, man. Like, I really would. Like, I'd rather have that. Now, that would be a scrap. And either one of them could lose. So, that would be, that would actually, that would be a far more competitive fight. Although, you got to say this about this fight for Ferguson. This is the kind of fight he should win. This is a very winnable, but Lee is very dangerous. And he's younger and tougher with less damage on the brain. If it's one thing we've seen from Ferguson, he's taken so much damage that he just can't. It's like trying to marry a porn star. It's kind of like you can't take it all back now. So (laughs) I feel like I, I... Is that the McCorkle? We've all been there. That's the McCorkle right there. It's like trying to marry a stripper. Don't do it. Don't do it. Dude, last week, this woman who this guy must be like in his 50s or 60s like an old brooklyn guy and he's married to this like young pretty hot porn star who has to be like 22 23 sure they they, they came to my show and they're just like a normal couple the girl had a baby and this and that and then she's like oh i'm going back to porn i'm like oh but you just do porn with him right she's like no 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 she's like i just take huge black cocks she's like or cocks from europe she's like i find the biggest dicks that, that I could find to, to put in my asshole. That's her specialty is like huge dicks in her ass. And I'm like, well, what does your husband do? She's like, he films it. Um, and you're like, let me just go get my passport. I'll be right back. Uh, I'm actually- <laughs> <laughs> then she had a friend with her uh, who told me, she's like, oh, you wrestled? I wrestled too. I'm like, well, what kind of wrestling do you? She's like, in porno. I go, what's it called? She's like, ultimate surrender. Uh, surrender, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where, the, where the winner fucks the loser, right? With, with, yeah. like, with a uh, strap on. But she said that, like, she th- that she thought it was going to be, like, like scripted. But it's actually a real wrestling match. Like, she got really hurt, the girl did. Can like, I tell you that's what I don't like about it? <laughs> Is it? I'm like, are these girls really fighting? It looks like they're really fighting. So instead of being, you know, stimulated, I'm, yeah. like, can, I'm like, someone stop this fight. <laughs> like, yeah, now the girl said... She had to ice her vagina for like a week after that. Um, so yeah, I don't feel like that had anything to do with the fight, though. <laughs> if I, uh, Adam, if I heard she was uh, looking for like if she was uh, looking for the biggest dick at a comedy show, I would ask her, "Did you mean to go to Brendan Schaub's show?" But boom, he brought it uh, back. Uh, you no, know, you were on a you were on a real hot streak there, McCorkle. That was a, you really <laughs> hit a hole on that. They can't all be you home runs, Greg. They, they really no, you can never get a girl. I got it. Listen, you just keep swinging, buddy. Me too. Listen, they can't all be home runs. Don, you can never get a girl that you would like watch, even if she was making money, get fucked by huge guys, would you? Oh no, I got no interest in it. Not at all. I don't know. I mean, what Greg, about you're... her watching you fuck a bunch of other chicks? No, I got no interest in that either. What do you have interest in? What what about her watching you love your dog? (laughs) What about she's like that's what she signed up for, I'm afraid. (laughs) What about her, the other girl, your dog, and you watching a Brendan Schaub comedy special? (laughs) I guess you have no interest in that either. That's Uh, not at all, not at all. That's That's when the dog pukes and eats his puke. That's what happens. I'll eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so the fight that I'm looking forward to most. John's like, get out of the way, I'll finish it. 
So the fight I'm looking forward to most this week uh, has got to be Kevin Holland versus Kevin Gerard. Holland. Yeah, um, boy. Kevin Good Holland's fight. a great fighter. I, I I only met him once, and he wasn't a uh, he wasn't really that nice. I was with Henry Cejudo, and Cejudo was like talking to him, and he's like, "Yo, uh, I, I I did comedy," and he's just Kevin's like, "You're not funny." And then Henry told him a joke about how we told him my joke, basically how him and John Jones never do that are forming a tag team called Low Blow. Because and Kevin just looked at him like, man, that ain't funny. He's like, I'm from the, you know, I, you know, I have to be funny. Look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm black. You got to be funny at the barbecue. The whole fucking thing about how Henry wasn't funny and how he was funny. And I was just kind of a, I don't know, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Just the way he kind of just like dismissed Henry, um, not being uh, funny because Henry was trying, you know. And maybe it's Henry's, time, it's Henry's fault for trying. McCork will explain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, gosh, who was wait? Who's Kevin Lee fighting? By the way, I missed that the first part. So he's fighting D Rod. Uh, yeah. And now, 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 D Rod says he's five hundred and zero in street fights and jail fights. That's what he said. Uh, he, That's a uh, round number, isn't that? That's fortunate. He stopped. Did he right stop at five hundred? Yeah, exactly. The guy, next guy in prison, wanted to fight me. He's like, look, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm at a nice round number now. I don't want to buy any more guys in here. I'm getting paroled in a few days. Just let me run this up. So basically, they asked um, they asked D Rod if he's going to be worried about his trash talk between Kevin Holland. He uh, and D Rod said, "I'm from Los Angeles, bro." Uh, he goes, "I went to uh, school in the LA Unified. I went to Juvenile Hall, LA County Jail. I'm used to trash talking. If you ain't trash talking back, you're getting roasted, bro, for real." So uh, D-Rod's not going to be intimidated at all. Uh, this should be a good fight. I'm looking for Who's D-Rod? I don't know who that is. Daniel Rodriguez. Uh, I still don't know who that is. He's like, he's, he's like beat <laughs> Well, here's Perry. the thing, and this is what makes... Yeah, go on, Greg. Well, I was going to say, the thing about this fight is, you know, I mean, on paper, initially you look at these and you're like, oh, it's, it's going to be Kevin Holland. But Daniel, it's a catchweight fight, and Rodriguez outweighs him by 20 pounds. That's fucking significant power differential. And that's the kind of thing that actually could shut a guy like Holland up when he can't submit a guy, when he can't get, when he's getting hit by a guy with 20 more pounds of power behind him. I, I, I don't know. I, this, this becomes far more interesting when you think about this, in a, this catch weight situation. No, but you also look at his record, right? I mean, D rod, I'm looking at him. I mean, 16 so and two. Yeah, he's sixteen and two. Well, he's well. He had the five hundred jail fights. He's uh, five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred sixteen and two. He's also won three in a row. He beat Kevin Lee. He beat Preston Parsons. He beat Mike Perry. Yeah. He lost yeah. to Dalby. He beat Dwight Grant. He beat Gabriel Green. He beat Tim Means. He beat. I mean, in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, he's twelve and one in his last thirteen. Uh, with a loss to Nicholas Dalby, who seems to do really well against like really good guys, and then ends up like uh, kind of not doing that well against guys picking the beat. Don, I'm a big fan. I guess you are too. He's really a fan. Um, so I I kind of think that uh, D Rod's got this. I think I think Kevin Holland's talking a lot of shit about what's his name about uh about uh Chimaev. I guess they almost got into it. But the thing is, is that what favors Kevin Holland in this situation is that wrestling has been his weakness. D-Rod seems like he just wants to strike. Uh, so I think it really is whoever lands the bigger punch first. 
Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be a scrap and it's going to be fun as hell to watch. This is going to be a great fight. Just like the, 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 uh, Ferguson fight should be exactly the same way. It should be a hell of a scrap, but I, the weight differential is a big deal, man. It's a big, big deal. And I, you know, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know who to pick in that fight, to be honest. My, my initially I would say Kevin Holland, but with that kind of power difference, it could be D-Rod. I, I don't know. This is a tough call. Also on this card, uh, Johnny Walker versus Kudalaba. Johnny Walker says that the reason he's not been fighting that well is he's taking CBD. And CBD has fucked up his last three years of fighting. Uh, so he's doing a lot better now off CBD. Uh, he didn't know. Well, someone tell him to try weed. <laughs> I think that's the problem. He's smoking CBD in his brain. He's going, I don't feel shit, gang. <laughs> Uh, this is the new one. I never heard of CBD. Uh, Johnny it's, Walker. It's awesome uh, to blame a loss on performance dehancers. Like you guys don't understand. <laughs> I, was, I was I was on CBD. Like I can't I can't find like that. I was off. <sighs> now, um, also in this on this card, Jake Collier. He's a guy that was like 300 pounds. Went to a wedding. Some guy told him, "Hey man, you should train with me." He learned jujitsu. Trained under like in like a mat under a, a treehouse. Um, and was like eating rats and like squirrels and stuff. And now here he is in the UFC. I thought he that's beat Arlovsky. <laughs> if we've learned anything, that's future champ shit right there. Like if when you're eating rats and doing heroin, we know, and your boyfriend beats you up, you're headed for a championship. <laughs> he's fighting uh, uh, Barnett, who's that? He's that guy that looks like rerun from uh, Good Times. That's like. Because he's black, that's the only that's the only thing about him. It looks like whoa, the big guy, the big guy. Is it rerun the big guy? Good times. Yes, no rerun. Yeah. The big guy. When he yeah, dances yeah. like him, he does the rerun dance when he goes out. I mean, he oh, does, does he really does a whole? Like, yeah, he does that. Does yeah, yes. <laughs> Nothing to do with him. He dances like rerun. He's like uh, he looks just like rerun. Kevin Holland looks like Michael Jackson and just any. <laughs> Any other I had a show the first night and there was this woman there, black older woman. She must have been like 70. And she's with a white guy who's like 50 with his wife. And he's like, that's my mom. And I was like, oh, OK, uh, like, were you adopted? And she's like, no. And I'm like, OK. Uh, and we had just got back from Jamaica. I'm like, did you kidnap her from Jamaica? And this is a story you guys came up with. <laughs> like, like, how is this? Uh, are they did they remake the blind side, but like revert like how did this I still can't figure it out. Any suggestions on how this happened, Greg? Uh no, that's all you, bud. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you 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 know, that's all you. You you handle that situation. I I, I don't want to touch that with a 10-foot cattle brought. I was gonna say, you know, they say history repeats itself. So if history's any indicator, I have an idea what happened. But I boy, th and that's the McCorkle way. <laughs> Uh, I don't even want to go to Don on this one. Uh, so, Don, <laughs> Don, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> All right. Hey, so, can we talk about, wait a minute, the Irene Aldana Macy Chase on fight? I think that's going to be a great fight. I like both is. these gals. These gals are scrappers. This, these, they're both coming off wins. I think this, I like them. I don't know who to pick in that fight. I think that's going to be a really close fight. I'm kind of leaning towards Aldana, but then I'm like, nah, Chase up looked great in her last win. I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. I think that's going to be a good fight. And I don't think people should overlook it. 
I think you're right. Macy Chasen's a really good fighter. She won the Ultimate Fighter. She trains over in Texas with uh, uh, what? Hi, Yosef. I got the guy's name. The guy's a great trainer. Uh, I got his name though. Came to my show last week. Uh, he's 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 awesome. Um, and then uh, yeah, that should be really good. And then what's the name? Got really good boxing. Also this week, uh, Brando Vargas is promoting some kind of uh, some kind of internet social media star boxing match. I don't know who the main guys are, but Adrian Peterson is boxing Leveon Bell. Uh, I don't follow football. Greg, tell me about this fight. Okay, these are two. Uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, Hall of Famer, uh, first ballot kind of guy, one of the greatest running backs in the history of the NFL. But he also got in some trouble there in the middle bit with, uh, you know, he got... <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little, little bit of child abuse right there in the middle. Um, and then Le'Veon Bell was one of those guys that had the opportunity to be one of the great running backs, but then he got into a contract dispute, decided he wanted more money, sat out for an entire season. Then nobody would hire him. Then he wound up with the Jets, which we all know what happens when you wind up with the Jets. And so now he's just out of the league and looking for something to do. I mean, Le'Veon's got to be about 10 years younger than Adrian Peterson. So, I, I mean, but they're both elite athletes. Neither of them are fighters. So, I mean, in turn, I would give the uh, – honestly, though, Adrian Peterson's one of those unique physical specimens that's, like, generational. And, and so I, I hate – even with the age disadvantage fight-wise, even though I hate discussing this and think it's a waste of my fucking breath, I'd go with Adrian Peterson. Uh, Sean, you? Yeah, I think – I mean, we all, like you said, you know, like we ain't got to go with uh... – if you're going to do the metrics and the numbers on it, we know Adrian Peterson's 1-0. and um, And, of course, that was against his 10-year-old son, and he had a bill. Oh, you, but, man. That's the McCorkle uh, way right there. <laughs> yeah. What's the so worst he, analysis I can do right now? That's, uh, yeah, so he's – I don't know. He's 1-0. The other guy's untested, so I'm going Adrian Peterson. Don, you? Oh, anything on any of one of them, so. Got it. Uh, also, um, fake Drake, <laughs> the guy who pretends to be Drake – uh, right, yeah, he yeah. He was yeah, supposed yeah. to box Lamar Odom, but the real Drake paid Lamar Odom to not fight fake Drake. He said, Forget this guy, don't give him the press. So Drake paid <laughs> Lamar Odom to not fight fake Drake. So fake Drake is looking for an opponent now. If anyone knows a guy that wants to fight fake Drake, um, I know some uh, some girl took a picture with Drake's dad in a club in LA and posted it. She's real proud of it on uh, the internet. Um, one time I saw her post that, like me and Drake's dad. And I said, did he used to call you on his telegraph? And uh, she removed <laughs> oh, me. Oh, uh, that's great. Oh, she removed God. me as a friend. Now, now McCorkle, that's a good one. Right. <laughs> she immediately as a friend. I never saw her page again. So I don't so, know. Uh, and then uh, Blueface, uh, he's the rapper that keeps getting beat up by his girlfriend in public. I don't, I don't, Black I don't, and blue face. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Thank you. Um, yeah, so she keeps attacking him. But he's a boxer. He's 1-0 in bare-knuckle boxing. He was supposed to box Swaggy P, uh, who Nick Young, uh, former Laker. Uh, but sure, then, yeah, yeah. But then Blueface couldn't get his license or something, his boxing license in time. So Swaggy P is looking for an opponent uh, as well. Uh, I Sounds think like fake Drake's prayers have been answered. That's what I was like, Blueface? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cue it up. Oh, my God. Okay. This, this show. What are we? I'm like, this is going to be a great fight right there. That's true. But Blueface and Big Drake. What about these guys? They're, one's, fighting a, one's fighting a fire hydrant. 
and, and the other guy <laughs> finding a, a self checkout uh, machine at Walgreens. So well, it's going to be so hot. Nate, hot so, Nate, so Nate Diaz said that John Jones cannot be in the goat because of the steroid allegations. And you know what? Or, uh, you know, getting busted for steroids. I think he's got a point. I mean, if Mark McGuire can't be the goat in baseball because of his steroids and um, Barry Bonds, same here, then we got to take away John Jones as being the goat. I mean, that's the only one calling John Jones the goat is John Jones. Well, then who's the goat? It, well, it's not John Jones. First of all, he didn't hold the title long enough. He didn't defend it enough times. He was coming in and out of the league with all the fucking suspensions and all the Yeah, no, he is absolutely not the goat. He, the goat he, he is. Never so, lost. He never lost, though. He never fought. He was out of the league too long. You can't say that. Come on, dude. No, yes. No, it doesn't matter. You can't say you're undefeated when part of the reason you're undefeated is because you couldn't fucking fight. Get Greg, the fuck Greg, out of Greg, here, man. With all due respect, Greg, okay? You look at the guys John Jones has beat, right? I'm just going to I'm just gonna give you a list of people. 26 wins, one loss, okay? Uh, and the, the, the guys on, his, on, on, on this list, right? Anthony Smith, right? Gustafson, Tiago Santos. DC twice, Glover Teixeira, Chael Sonnen, Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, Leo Machida, Rampage, Shogun, uh, Brandon Vera. I His mean, wife. Stefan Bonner. Yes. I mean, that, Usada. That Usada, uh, OSP. I mean, that's like, I like, don't care. Anderson Silva would be way above him on the list because he defended his title. What, like 17 times in a row before he lost? He, some also, shit like that. he also popped steroids. And it's over. Still, he kept fighting. He stayed in the ring. It's uh, He got popped after, after he broke his leg in half in a comeback fight. Yeah, he, oh, he recovered. Okay. But still, I would put Anderson Silver way above. But yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, you can't consider him the GOAT because he just didn't fight it. He didn't defend his title enough. He threw away his career at the top of the game. You can't do that and be considered the GOAT. I would put GSP above him because he never. Yes, GSP. There's even a lot of guys. Have, even though he did have the, the G, you know, HGH gut. And I would almost put, I'd probably put a fader above him too. Uh, Sean. I'd put Don Fry us? above him. Sean. I, I always thought the, the GOAT, man, I always thought you had to take the guy, whoever was at his best during his prime was always for me, like, who was the best fighter ever in their prime, you know, like, for right. how many ever fights, unless you're just talking about for an overall career, but uh, I say Fedor, Fedor man, and uh, and Cain Velasquez, Cain Velasquez especially, the two times he beat Junior Dos Santos, I've never seen a guy as good as Cain during that uh, span, man, like a guy that that good, that dominant, that tough, I think Cain, that version of Cain beats anybody who's ever fought, so... Uh, there you go. What's Kane doing? You know, he has a good yeah, lawyer. He has, he has Mark Garagos, who is a pretty successful lawyer, but he can't get him out of jail. That's it's insanity, man. It's crazy. That's he didn't crazy. even kill oh. him. He didn't even kill him. If the guy died, it might be something, but he did God, man, at least they let murderers out on him. You're still not allowed to go around shooting people. Well, no, I mean, he should at least be able to get out on bail. Like, it's no, no that is true. He yeah. should absolutely be allowed to get on bail. He's got family here. He's anchored in the states. I don't think he's a flight risk. I think they absolutely no. should. He should. He no. absolutely, uh, especially if you look at his, uh, you know, his life's work and the way he's. I, I, I think you. He, I think you're right. I think he's crazy. holding OJ him without Simpson. bail is crazy. OJ Simpson killed two people. Never did a day for that. Came Velasquez shot a guy, missed, got a stepfather, but it was his. This kid was molested. I mean, give me a fucking break. 
Uh, yeah, no, you know, that, I heard, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that Kane, when that happened, he didn't know that guy wasn't in jail and he happened to come across the guy somewhere in public, like, or whatever happened to see the guy somewhere. They're like, oh, that's a guy that's been molesting my kid for a year. Like, and he's out in jail. They, they said, I don't know if it's true, but I had read that he, uh, they didn't tell him they had released him and so he just runs into the guy somewhere out on the streets. And that's why he went crazy and started chasing, which well, I don't know why and see, didn't, yeah, I don't know why they, he bring a gun into it. You'd think Kane would just beat the brakes off of him, but that's what he would uh, think. I, mean, I think it was because he was trying to drive off and he just like, right. <laughs> you know, like you're not getting away from me. And I understand that emotionally, emotionally. Yeah. I understand that I would have done the same fucking thing. It just sucks yeah. that he hit the wrong guy, you know, I mean, yeah. and he's caught, he's basically caught in like a legal conundrum now, but yes, he deserves, you know, he deserves, he deserves to be able to post bail. That, that absolutely is something. Absolutely. That I think absolutely. absolutely should have. So Don, who's the goat in your opinion? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. It's right. Anderson Silva would probably be the, my top pick, but then you know, like I said, Fedor, um, Crow Cop, you know, one of those, one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you know, you give me a week to think about it, and I'm going to give you a list of, of guys that I would put way above. Again, I mean, Mighty, I, just don't I, think... I mean, Mighty Mouse might be in that list. To be honest, I mean, he's so damn good. Yeah, yeah you know, good. honestly, I would put Conor McGregor above John oh, Jones. Come on, give me a break. Yes, absolutely. There's absolutely. no way. There's no yep. way. Yes, I, I, I'm not saying I would say he's the greatest of all time, but I would put him above John Jones without question. I, I, think, I think we're discrediting John. He Jones. elevated the he elevated the game in so many ways beyond just the fights, and the fights were extraordinary too. So, and he defended his title many times. I don't know. I would definitely put Conor McGregor over John Jones. Who do you? Who would you guys say? I'm interested, especially what Don would think if if there were no weight classes, because obviously, like Mighty Mouse is the, one of the greatest ever, but he couldn't beat any heavyweight in the UFC, like not even a single one. I'm interested to know who Don thinks would win if they got rid of all weight classes, like the old days in the history of the UFC, and that fired his prime, like a prime Fedor versus a prime John Jones or prime Kane Velasquez, prime Anderson Silva. A lot of people say Anderson Silva, but I don't think he'd be big enough to beat the like Kane. You know what I mean? At, at Kane's prime, I don't know. So I don't know who you guys think. Uh, who would who would win if there were no weight classes like the old days and those guys were all in their prime? So. All right, before that, Greg, John Jones had 13 title defenses. Uh, if there's no weight classes, who would who would win in the UFC? Like who, if there were no weight classes and you took every fighter who's ever fought in the UFC at their absolute best, like take them their whatever they were at their best, and you threw out weight classes, like GSP is great, but he's not beaten. Steve my no matter what, like no matter, no matter, it's not happening. It's too big. And, and how so, many, how many years did did John Jones lose from his career for not fighting? <laughs> Greg's uh, not letting John go. Uh, he had, he had, well, he had eight. You're right. He should have fought more often. He kept getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Ten more times. So fuck him. He's off career. the list. I'm sorry. You can't sit there and call someone the greatest when he didn't fight. In his prime, when he let it go, when he of his own volition, by the way, of his own choices, he failed to fight. So, no, 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 no. He's not even in the conversation. Um, no way classes. Who wins? Uh, probably Fedor. I mean, he was he beat Mark Coleman twice. Fucking prime Mark Coleman. So, I got to go with Fedor. Don? He'd probably be my choice, you know, him or him or um, up, yeah. Or Don Fry. For me, Fry. we're talking, yeah, but I think in, in their prime, I'm looking at the Nogueras. I mean, let's yeah, not forget yeah. about them, dude. I don't know. Those yeah, guys, brothers, right. I mean, talk about a run. Nobody can match their numbers, their durability, the way they won de over a course of two decades. 
I, I, I would, if we're going to talk greatest of all time, I would put no Garas. Yeah, but they Both put them. The they're probably big nog, big the nog, Fry definitely. That, the Don Fry that beat Ken Shamrock has got to be in the question. Absolutely. Don Fry is absolutely, all these guys I would put above John Jones, particularly Don Fry. Now, who do you think? I, I was just upset when I heard that steroids get you out of the discussion. That I'm not going to be the goat of anything now. Like I can't even be like you know what I mean. Like if that disqualifies you, I'll be like, well, okay, I guess I'm not going to be that great in anything. Well, gentlemen, unfortunately, I have to leave. I, I got a lot on my plate today, so this is hey, this what do you got uh, coming up, don't, ca- don't catch me in Flagstaff for the Just Another Comedy Fest coming up in Flagstaff, Arizona, September 16th. I'll be doing two shows at the Orpheum Theater. So be sure and catch that coming up. Great seeing you, Greg. Oh, also, Great to see you, you guys. A, you have a workshop, a storytelling workshop? Oh, yeah, my storytelling workshop. If you're in Los Angeles and you want to uh, work on the craft of storytelling for stand-up, uh, that is going to be Tuesday, September 13th, 7 p.m. at Comedy Boulevard on Beverly here in Los Angeles. All right, and then uh, Sean. See you, buddy. See you guys. Uh, I'll be trying to get my car lined uh, this week. I actually went and sat for three hours because they tried to line my car yesterday, and then they said uh, they came out and said, "Yeah, uh, we can't figure it out. Uh, you, we don't have time to do it today. See you later." Like just told me, "We're not going to charge you." I was like, "Why would you charge me? Like, what do you mean? Like, I've been here three hours. It really sucks." So yeah, my car's all and my car's all jacked now. So I'll be uh, trying to find someone to align my car this week. I got big stuff coming up. Good, Don. Just, just taking the antibiotics every eight hours, buddy. You know. Well, well, Tom, when was the last time? Tom, when was the last time you got you got laid? What's that? When was the last time you got laid? I don't know. Fuck. What difference does that make? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a nurse that has a story about it, Don. That's probably why. I just knew. Are you that funny. lonely on the boat? <laughs> yes, I just knew it'd be a funny answer. That's why. Uh, what about you, Sean? Last time you got laid? Oh, uh, God. A couple nights ago, probably. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. It's uh, Ever since I couldn't get my car lined, I haven't been myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, no, my back ruins everything, man. Like, it, seriously, I have virtually no life right now. I'm going to go ahead and uh, – I think I told you I'm going to go ahead and get on uh, my uh, fiancé's insurance. And I'm going to go I'm gonna go start the Mayo Clinic or the Cleveland Clinic or something. I'm going to go somewhere real where they know what they're doing. It's uh, It really ruins my life other than that. So – it's uh yeah there's not much uh, fun of anything i don't travel i don't do anything because it hurts all the time so i want to end on a positive note i'm, I'm sorry I'm man wrong. uh yeah. man well i will be at jp's comedy club don how far are you from gilbert arizona oh, a couple hours wow. hey how's it going hey you did a badass show last night that's pretty fun oh thank you man i appreciate it thanks for thank you <laughs> thank you for coming Adam gave that guy 20 bucks to say that at the end of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Can I give you $20 to say that? <laughs> <laughs> so when are you, when you going to be in Gilbert? Oh, thanks, man. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Gilbert. Gilbert, Arizona, at JP's Comedy Club. I'll be there. Man. Somebody said something. Is it, is it uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the 15th, 16th, and 17th? Those dates? Uh when, uh, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, next week. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where I will be. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well, man. I love you guys. I, I miss you guys. See you, man. Take care, Have guys. Have fun. Be good. See you, Doc.